So, we've been absolutely useless again and failed to record another episode. Um, Last week it was because it was mine and my wife's anniversary. This week it's because it was Charlie's birthday. Uh, Life's just really difficult when you're an adult. Uh, We do promise we'll try and be back next week. But for now, uh, I thought I'd re-release another previous podcast that I did. It was called Mamom. I used to do it with my mate Mike Walsh. Uh, It stood for Mike and Mike on Mike get it uh so this is one of my favorite ones we did it was top five movie soundtracks the whole premise of mammon is we used to go through top five lists and well debate our top fives of each one sometimes we'd have a guest who came on or would send in a message of the top five i believe i haven't listened back but i'm pretty no i don't think there was anyone for this one actually uh but i was really proud of my choices so sit back and enjoy top five movie soundtracks Hello, it's Mike from the soon-to-hopefully-one-day-be world-famous Mammon podcast. Don't worry, I know what you're thinking after last week. The audio on this week's episode is absolutely fine. The little one's downstairs with his mother, so he didn't get a chance to kick out the microphone cable. However, I did have to leave pretty sharpish after we'd finished recording our top fives, so I didn't get a chance to mention that our top five songs from each of our top five movie soundtracks are now available, much like with our top five bands, in case you weren't aware of that either, on a Spotify playlist. I will share the link on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, so you should be able to find it easily, or you can search for our profile, appropriately titled Mammon, on Spotify. The final method is you can search Mammon Linkfly on Google, and follow a link that will show you links to everything you can find us on. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. So far I'd say it's probably in my top 5 episodes in terms of enjoyment making, so I'll now pass over to Mike. Enjoy! Hi, and welcome to Mike and Mike on Mike, also known as Mam on Podcast. Top 5 podcast where we talk about our top 5 things. This week we'll be talking about our top 5 movie soundtracks. That does not count scores, just songs that are used in films. As usual, you can find us on social media through the handle at Mammon Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And our episodes are out every Sunday at 9am. Is that correct? That is correct. I'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, so, topic of the week. How have you found this one? Um, I've really enjoyed doing this one. really enjoyed listening to the music. So, I don't know how about you about how you've done it, but I picked actual uh, the whole soundtrack in general across the whole movie, as opposed to like individual songs. Is that how you've done yours? What do you mean? So, like, um, well, as you'll find out. But as an example... Um, I haven't picked it, uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, I'd pick, if you used to pick that one, it'd be all of the songs in that soundtrack is what you enjoyed, or most of them, as opposed to just one individual song. Yeah, mine's a bit of a mixture, I think. I guess there's not just one song on there. You know, I picked it for its general soundtrack. Yes, um, that's a better but... word, general soundtrack. <laughs> but there is, I think for all of them, at least one song that stands out for me, I guess. Yes, that, that is similar to me. Which is good, because we can do that thing again, maybe, where we put the a um, playlist together. I've already prepared it. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll just, update our Spotify. Yeah, then. It's just you who needs to add it. So I've done my top five songs from each of the soundtracks. Nice one. And I've added in our guest song as well. Lovely segue. Um, yes, so this week we have got a special guest, it, which is my fiance. I'll say well, it right this time, Shauna. Should we, should we let her introduce herself? Yeah, in fact, even better. So, oh well, yeah. Shauna, let's hear it from you. Hello, my name's Shauna, and I am 
engaged to one of the mics, um, I guess I don't really need to explain which one, it's irrelevant, um, really excited to be part of the podcast, um, I've been listening since right from the very start, and actually, which my mic has failed to mention, I came up with the name for the podcast, so I feel like I should be given some kind of like creative director role or some kind of payment or something. Um, but yeah, you know, either way, happy to be discussing my top five um, soundtracks, movie soundtracks today with both of the mics. So the lid's been blown right off of that. You didn't come up with a name, Mike. I mean, I feel like I did, but it's one of those things that she said it so many times now that I don't even know anymore. And she's been constantly mentioning it to you and you're like, shit, one day this is going to get out. Yeah, well, it wasn't easy. I was trying hard. I just kept saying, it. "No, you didn't." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's official now. Apparently, it's on the podcast. Apparently, Shauna <laughs> came up with the name Mammal. <laughs> well, there you go. I'll give her credit because otherwise, <laughs> I'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Shauna. You got credit. Is that enough? Do you need any more? Let us know. <laughs> um, so yeah, excited about hearing what she's chosen on each of the lists. I've forgotten. So me too. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, so how's your week been anyway? Yeah, good. It's been my first week off, which I've tried to be super... Well, I've been productive, to be fair. I've painted my office, or new office, uh, done some gardening and things like that, which has been good. Nice. Made use of us having to self-isolate because uh, someone at Shauna's work got a positive test, so we had, we had to like, isolate for the first weekend of people being allowed in gardens, yeah, which, which is great. Yeah, which always fun. That's what you wanted. <laughs> but, like I said, it, made, it, made, it meant that we could get loads of house jobs done, I guess, yeah, which yeah. is a bonus. That is the benefit of isolation, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah, not bad. What about yours? Yeah, um, pretty good. Uh, found out the little one started teething. Nice. Well, is that early? Yeah, very early. It's around about <laughs> sort of, um, I think, four to six months on average. And he's only seven weeks. Well, actually, what's the date today? Well, for the listeners listen to this, it'll be eight weeks as of the podcast episode. But, yeah, it's very early. And when I say teething, he has actually got his first tooth. So, it's not even... Starting to come through, it has come through. So we've got that. <laughs> that joy is now of parenthood. <laughs> Never boring. No. Always something new to learn. Um, so the topic then, how have you found making this list? You've already asked me this, Mike. Oh, have I? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've discussed that. Yeah. <laughs> we can cut that part. I'm definitely not cutting your forgetfulness. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, found, well, I don't know if I mentioned it with Mike, but I've, I found it um, easy and hard at the same time because I got a top five list, so I thought of it dead quick. Then I thought of a completely different top five, which is now my new top five. Oh, wow. So none of my original made it. And then I did a quick Google of like top five or top 100, top 10, whatever playlists, yeah. uh, movie soundtracks, and um, I don't think any of mine feature in them. In fact, wait, no, none of them do. I think maybe one of mine would, but... What I found doing this um, is that I don't listen to a lot... Well, sorry, I haven't watched a lot of films that necessarily have big sort of music moments in them that underline the whole film. I, I watch a lot of films with scores, so in essence, that possibly would have been easier. But I feel like I've made a good list, and even if some of... I think at least two of them, you'll be like, what the fuck? I think <laughs> I've managed to argue my case pretty well. Okay. Um, I'd say two of them, what the fuck... One of them obscure, two of them, yeah, you can't disagree with. Well, again, we don't talk about this, but we, we always seem to give ourselves unofficial rules that we yeah, don't yeah. discuss before doing it. <laughs> I did some for this, did you? Yeah, so I wasn't allowed musicals. 
Yeah, I'd be the same. Even though I wouldn't have complained if you'd picked them. Yeah, I don't think I would have done if you had either. But it means we're open for that topic in the future. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that was like the unofficial rules. And like I said, um, I sort of wanted to pick ones that were a bit different as well. Yeah, same as you, I, I, same as you. I completely ruled out Guardians. Yeah. Just because it's like I think the most obvious one to go for because it's got such a great soundtrack. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna actually say it's not in my honorable mentions either. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy Two's actually got a better soundtrack. It's more easy listening. I genuinely I, I don't know if it's my age, but I really like the music on that one. <clears throat> well, I think both of those. I think I don't know. I think it's my problem is now I forget which ones on which for some of them. Yeah. You know, because they just they've they've all got that tone that just fits perfectly for its film well it's um the, the song that stands out in my mind is father and son in the guardians of the galaxy 2 um is it called father and son after um spoiler alert after yondu's died and there's i think playing, that is the name play, of the song so i think i googled it yeah cat stevens yeah. isn't it um, yeah, i think so i'm sure i googled it because i was like that's a cool song every time for. i hear it now though i sort of start welling up because it's <laughs> done so well in the movie and that's it when you get a perfect song you can't take it away from that scene can you no. right should we get into it then yeah <laughs> because that's so, what you was about to say yeah you were, don't try and take it. it's my week <laughs> my week to week. <laughs> right um right let's start off with number five then so what's your first pick well do you, do you want to hear from shauna first no that's sandwich in the middle okay so me so shauna you okay yes my number five my number four and number five i've been flipping between consistently but i think i've decided that this one is now officially my number five and it's one in which you're going to be like what the actual fuck <laughs> and it's a lego batman movie okay i've never seen it have you not okay so no, i think i saw the first 15 minutes and after that i never watched it. well the first 15 minutes start off with um the sort of batman uh batman sort of rounding up all the villains trying to sort of thwart um joker's plan and while he's doing it he's singing along to a song called who's the batman in which it's just basically just singing about how narcissistic he is, who has the coolest gadgets, Batman, who has the tripped out ride, Batman, who does the sickest bat flips, Batman. He's just continuous boasts across the whole thing. And as long as a few amusing lines, who are always who always pays their taxes, not Batman. Um, <laughs> and that's actually sung by Patrick Stump, uh, who's the lead singer of Fallout Boy. But oh, I cool. only learned that when researching about this, because I actually thought it was Will Arnett who sang it. So Patrick Stump is actually doing an impression of Will Arnett when singing the song, and he does it so well, he just puts on that perfect gravelly voice that Will Arnett's got for this film. Um, but the film's sort of about uh, how Batman realises he sort of needs a family. He accidentally adopts Robin. He's always been by himself, uh, Batman. He doesn't need family, doesn't need friends, because um, he sort of uh, doesn't consider the Joker to be his uh, favourite villain, because he doesn't need anyone in his life sort of thing. So that's sort of what it's about him sort of slowly realising that actually it's okay to be a bit vulnerable and have those friends and family in your life. So some of the songs that you've got on there include one by Harry Nelson, one is the um, loneliest number that I ever knew. Um, and it's just a song that sort of, you re- like it's sort of portraying about how sort of he is the only person in his life and he, he is quite lonely in it. But then um, as the film goes on, you get uh, other songs that appear in there. And at the end of it, there's a sort of original song called Friends Are Family, which is basically saying that actually it's okay to need people, like I said, and the, the song just implements it perfectly. But there's also other great uh, songs in there, like Richard Cheese, who does lounge covers of songs. 
So he does lounge cover of Man in the Mirror, Mirror and everything is awesome from the Lego movie. It's just a great <laughs> soundtrack. Like when you listen to it, it's like it's just a perfect mix of cheesy pop and actually quite sort of sincere songs in there. I like that. Mm. What's the what's the film like? The film's actually really good. I'd say as good, if not a little bit better, than Lego Movie. I quite like the Lego Movie. Yeah, to be fair. yeah. I haven't I haven't watched the Ninjago or Lego Movie two, but I feel it was actually really good. And especially if you're a bit of a nerd like I am, it sort of takes the piss out of every Batman film prior to it. Right, I put that on my uh, to do list then for this weekend. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, and listen to the soundtrack while you're at it. Nice. So yeah, like I said, I think it's one in which people would be like, "What the fuck?" But when you actually pick out the songs individually it works so well and that that's what makes it isn't it sometimes it's not i've had songs that i didn't particularly like not i was not gonna say i hate them just had nothing to the songs until they were in a certain scene of a film and all of a sudden i was like wow yeah Uh, what a great job that must be picking the songs for a movie yeah yeah no i agree Uh, i remember in the tv show supernatural because he wanted um eric cripe i think his name is the creator you recorded by the way sorry yeah yeah because I just realised I'm not recorded on clean feed, so I hope it all goes right. I'll start <laughs> recording from now. Anyway, Eric Cripe. <laughs> um, yeah, we just really wanted a classic Rocky. Really felt like it fit the tone of the film, and one of the main characters was a was a big fan of it. That was sort of his one of his, I guess, personality trait at first that he was really into this type of music. Yeah. Um, apparently, spent so much of the budget on certain songs to get like an ACDC song for a TV show is really expensive, but he was like he fought for it every season. Oh, okay. <laughs> for the budget to be increased. That's fair. Shall we hear Shauna's number five? Yes, let's do it. So my number five pick is from the Marvel franchise. Mike and I have just finished re-watching um, the whole thing, start to finish. It was quite a difficult pick because there's lots of epic scenes with lots of epic songs in there. But the one I landed on was from Thor Ragnarok. And it's a song by Led Zeppelin. It's called The Immigrant Song. And it's the scene where... Thor flies down, covered in lightning, coming out of everywhere, his eyes, everything, completely changes the battle scene on the bridge. And it just gives me goosebumps every time you hear that song and see him coming down. And the fact that everyone's really shocked, but Loki's just stood there smiling like, yeah, I knew he was capable of this. Um, And yeah, that's my number five pick. Can I just say... Mm -hmm. Great choice. <laughs> so it appears that Shauna's picked one song from um, films that she likes, which is her way of interpreting the rules, which is absolutely fine. But yeah. absolutely brilliant choice. Yeah. Actually, probably one of the best uh, movie moments in a Marvel film to be sort of backed by uh, original, not original music, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think as well what's cool about that one is, um, I'm sure it was at the start as well. Uh, what, when he's fighting against, um, oh, who was it? Sukar. Was it Sukar? That big monster yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Yeah. He, he, um, so I love that it was used twice there as well, like sandwiched, like either side, either either side of the film. Yeah. I can't remember it in the beginning, if I'm honest with you, but I'm not disbelieving you because it's like sort of there. I could be there, wrong. There I in the memory. But yeah, I, either way, I completely agree. Like it's just such an epic moment in the film. Yeah, it worked so well. I can't really say any more than that because I I honestly think it's probably one of the top. Like say, uh, movie scenes in which it's got music that's paired so perfectly. I think as well it fits the whole tone of the film because you know that was the by far the silliest Thor film. Yeah. Um, and although the film is epic, it's also not like 
you know, like Tony Stark's back in black, it's a bit over the top, but it fit his character in the yeah. tone of that film. That almost arrogance. Whereas that, I think, was different. Like, you know, Led Zeppelin are known to be a bit of a geeky, weird band, aren't they? Yeah. As well as being awesome at rock. So I, think, I don't know. I think it fits perfectly as well that it, it wasn't too epic. Even though, you know, to me, it fit the tone of the film. I think if they'd gone for, like, really epic, like, Hans Zimmer sort of style uh, music, it wouldn't have fit with how the film had been going. No, I completely agree. I think that's a fair observation. I don't know if it completely made sense or not, but yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> you know I, do, I, mean? I do agree. Because you've got that sort of, people know the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. So yeah. instead of it being a piece that you're not familiar with, that sort of you grow to like, you're already like straight in there with the enjoyment. You're like, hold on a second. I recognize this sort of like the beginning screams. Mm. It's like, I know what's about to come. And as well, I, I don't think it was, that song reminds me of, or the start of it, you know that, uh, I can't even sing it. Ah! Yeah. Reminds me Sorry, so guys. much of the the Wonder Woman score that they use for her. Oh, I completely agree. Do you know what? When I'm, I was just saying my bit about not wanting a sort of like, a, uh, sort of score that you've not heard of before. Mm. I was literally thinking, it's like, one that does build up in my mind is the Wonder Woman score. Yeah. The moment she's introduced in Batman vs. Superman, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's one of the best as sort of like themes to any sort of superhero in my opinion yeah 100 percent. also great job on the the noise because do you know my i've got this like weird i don't know like noise dyslexia almost where i can hear the song in my head yeah but then when i try and do it it sounds nothing like you know what, what it is in my head i don't know why <laughs> it's so strange well hopefully that did sound like it was then it did and exclusively i was like yeah that's it that was the song <laughs> that was that was the noise in my head i was thinking of that's good i'm glad to hear um, right, you ready for my number five? I am ready for your number five. It's a film I've picked before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned the soundtrack or not, but uh, I've gone for The Perks of Being a Wallflower. No, you haven't talked about the soundtrack. And this is perfect. The reason it's not higher, I think, is because I've already spoken about Perks of Being a Wallflower before. Mm-hmm. But what's perfect about this is the soundtrack, uh, the character's aware of it. Like, it's a theme and a, a part of the storyline. Oh, okay. So it's not just us who are hearing the music. It, they are as well. Like, for instance, um, the the main character, Charlie, he uh, his sister's boyfriend makes a mixtape for her, and she's not bothered about listening to it, so he does. And it's got, like, cool music. Like, it's got, like, the Smiths and um, stuff like that. So then he plays that and listens to it. And then he becomes friends with someone who's really into her music. He ends up making a mixtape for her as well. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so the song's become really important. Like, it's got the... Uh, bear with me, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Do you know what? I've got such loud sneezes as well. I reckon that's going to break people's ears if you keep that in. <laughs> Woof! So, so far um, so we've yeah, got, got my singing that's going to break people's ears and you're sneezing. Yeah, for very different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's got Sleep by the Smiths, which I, I, to be honest, I'm not a massive fan of the Smiths. But, no, nor um, am I, so I don't know if I can recall that song. But I'm sure Smiths are one of those bands, like, I couldn't tell you any of, the, any of their songs, I don't think, but then I hear them and I'm like, oh yeah, I know that song. It's what, Smiths is one of those bands that, you know, people have, like, it, I know it's cool to like the Smiths. I just don't know why. Like, I've tried to get into them because I know it's cool, but I just come away and go, I don't really get this. You think it's just one of those secrets now where they're like, it's, they're too far gone. It's like, I have to pretend I like them. I don't know why, though. I like them. <laughs> yeah, I do. I feel like they became a bit hipstery and then everyone was like, right, we've got to love it. Yeah. Um, and no one could admit we actually don't rate it. Don't get me wrong, it's not awful. I just listen to it and go, yeah, I have no intention of listening to that song ever again. Yeah. But yeah, um, and 
the the song that really stands out for me is um, there's a bit where they're at a school dance yeah and uh, come on Arlene by Dexy's Midnight Runners comes on and they're dancing in the middle yeah of the dance floor um, Sam and her brother and Charlie being a wallflower he is is just stood at the edge watching but happy because he's friends with him and they invite him over it's like the first time he's really sort of connect I guess really felt part of a group I guess okay um, so it fits the scene perfectly in terms of we're starting to see Charlie come out of his shell he's getting friends. Uh, but it's just an awesome song as well. Who doesn't love Come On Arlene? Oh, no, I agree. I sort of almost have battles every time that song comes on to see who can sort of jump up and dance the highest and yeah. <laughs> fastest during that sort of continuous beat that's going faster and faster. And also, whilst I'm on it, this was my first choice. Um, there was a song that sprang to mind for number my number two pick. And I couldn't remember whereabouts in the film it happened. Because I, I, I re-watched all the scenes where my favourite songs were in. Yeah. And there's a website called whatsong.com, who don't sponsor us, but hey, whatsong.com, <laughs> if you want to sponsor us. Uh, and they're amazing. You type in the film, and it's not only got every song that's in, it tells you the minute and what was happening in that scene. Oh, okay. That's so, you know, if you ever watched a film, and yeah, and you're like, oh, I love that. that there was this there's this song at this scene I comment it was you can find the exact moment so for instance the opposite for me was I knew the song but I didn't know the moment so yeah. I, I I found the song and then it shared, said this minute of the film this moment so I could find it dead easy on Netflix oh, that's... Um, but I've used this website in the past for the opposite where I remember the scene but I don't remember the song that was playing I'd be able to find it okay that would have been very yeah. useful because that's a nice little segue into my number four nice so Number four. So this one, I spent so long trying to work out what scenes go with what um, piece of music because it's been a hell of a long time since I've seen this movie. Um, but all I'm going to say is what other soundtrack do you get? Van Halen, They Might Be Giants, and Red Hot Chili Peppers all together. And it's the first ever Power Rangers movie. Oh, awesome. The one with the gloop. Yeah, with um, okay. Ivan, oh. Ivan Ooze. So yeah. I've got... I don't know whether I need to have an argument for this, but this is the one in which I wrote so many notes to sort of <laughs> prove about how good the soundtrack is. But So the first song on the soundtrack is the Go Go Power Rangers theme, which isn't actually heard until like the 44th minute of the film. It sort of teases you uh, all the way along. Like it's being like, oh, is it going to come up? Is it going to come up? But it doesn't appear until then. And the moment you hear those guitars, it's like, yeah, you know what's coming. It's going to be an epic fight or a battle or whatever. Um, so yeah, just absolutely... Everyone loves the Power Rangers theme tune. It's one of the best uh, sound uh, theme tunes of all time, in my opinion. I don't remember it. Sing it for me. Go, go, Power Rangers. Bow, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I did remember it. Of course you did. <laughs> um, the next song in it is High Ground by um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is a cover of Stevie Wonder's song. Um, nice. But it's in that scene where they're skydiving, like right at the beginning of the movie. And obviously like all the regular Power Rangers go down skydiving, but Tommy being the badass he is, decides to do fucking sky surfing and goes down <laughs> on a sort of modified skateboard that's got his wheels taken off, obviously. Um, and it's just an epic scene with higher ground playing in the background. Just to sort of like, if you want, if you want to sort of make this scene even better, play higher ground on it is basically what they've done. Um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, next is Trouble, which is played when the sort of like high school students are partying, little know, uh, knowing that their whole world's about to be rocked by Ivan Ooze, who I didn't really click at the time. 
it's quite a dark plot line. He basically convinces all of the um, or hypnotizes, brainwashes all the parents to go commit mass suicide. Yeah, now you say it, then yeah, but I, I didn't. I don't think I ever. No, yeah, I don't like think I ever really... clicked at the time. I thought there was just walking in no direction. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, so quite a dark sort of um, uh, storyline the f- film's got. But sort of like they don't really like, in my opinion, you sort of watching that scene and troubles being played in the background. Uh oh, we're in trouble. That one. <laughs> um, just singing for you guys today. Um, and it's like it's sort of like it's um what's the word? It's foreshadowing what's about to happen. Um, next is Devo. Are you ready? Which is done during the first fight scene, and it's just basically I don't remember much about the song, but it's just, what I do remember is action by now, action girl now. It's just every song in there just works perfectly, and yeah, it's just fantastic in my opinion, and it really is. When I started thinking about it, it is such a good soundtrack. You got the power in there. You got um, free ride, Firebird. The only bad song in there is a song called I I I, which is a theme tune to Alpha, the song that <laughs> no one really asked for. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm genuinely looking forward to listening to this playlist now. Actually, <laughs> I, I've been listening to this um, playlist on my night shift uh, last night, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to having your ones included on there. Well, I am putting them in. Oh yeah, you're doing it now. I'm, yeah, I'm doing it now. So yeah, my um, favourite song from this one would have to be Higher Ground or uh, Free Ride, but I think it's Higher Ground. Okay. But yeah, right. Which one's Higher Ground again, genuinely? Um, hold on, because I always sing the wrong... F- I can't I can't sing that. I'll just li- listen to a little clip of it. I can't sing that. You're going to have to listen to it. Okay, I'll look it up then. <laughs> I, I always, uh, whenever people say Higher Ground, I always think of, um, I don't know what the actual song's called, but Higher Love. Which is completely the wrong song. But anyway, <laughs> um, should we hear Shauna's number four, even though you're hosting? Yes, let's do it. Number four, uh, I am a huge Twilight fan. I watch those films more times than I would probably care to admit, Mike will tell you. Um, so it was quite hard to pick one song. Um, but the, the one song that you know really, really makes me think of Twilight is actually featured in the end credits of the first film so i'm not sure if that technically counts but i'm gonna count it anyway breaking the rules already on my first appearance um and it's decode by paramore um it just kind of represents the whole film franchise to me and there's uh, the music video to that actually is um cut with twilight scenes as well so yeah um, huge Twilight fan, huge Paramore fan, and completely fits with the style of the films. Biggest takeaway from that is she's expecting more appearances. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're ill one day, she can come <laughs> in as a. She'd love that. Um, anyway, uh, I've not watched Twilight, and I don't really know the song that well. I listened to it the first time yesterday after Shauna sent me the lists that she had, um, and I can't really comment much more than that. It was an okay song. Does it? Does this song mean anything to you in terms of the Twilight film? No, I mean, which which one was it again? The supermassive black hole one. <laughs> nice to hear. See that you listen to your fiance there, Mike. Um, it was Decode by Paramore, so nothing like supermassive black hole. <laughs> well, that's the one. The supermassive black hole one by Muse. Uh, by Muse, yeah, was on. I feel like, and I could be wrong here. Was on the trailer. Okay. So I remember when it all came out, it was obviously massively hyped, wasn't it? People were huge fans of the book. Yeah. Um, that's That song, if I hear that, does remind me of Twilight. 
But yeah, it was decoded by Paramore. Sorry, Shauna. Apparently, we've come up a bit short on discussing this one. Uh, yeah, just I don't know. Like I've, I've I've seen the film. I don't think it's as bad as I probably did when I was fourteen. It was called or sixteen. I what it was when it was called Tate on Twilight. Um, but I also have no real attachment to the film either. So like yeah, I was like yeah, cool. <laughs> but I have listened. It is a it's an alright song. There's nothing wrong with it at all. It's quite a nice song. Yeah, no rant from me about music this week. No. Right. Yes. So, should we move on to number four? We're at... Are you just not with it today? We are at number four. Yeah. It's your choice for number four. Yes, what I meant. <laughs> it's not how you said it, though, is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, right, should we move on to our number four? Sorry, I was, I was on um, Spotify when I was uh, doing that. And I've, right, I've finished now. I've added my Spotify playlist <laughs> on. Should we move on to my number four? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, this one I feel like I've won with already. Okay, you heard my um, Power Rangers. I've got I I have shortened down my rant. Like I I stopped early. I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this wins it off one song. Okay, and this is from a great little gem of a film, a two thousand and four comedy or two thousand twelve. I can't remember. So where I'm no two thousand four. There's a big no, difference between the two. Um, is Eurotrip. <laughs> Okay, so this was, I can think of another one, this was my honourable mention. Oh, was it? Okay. And the song then that wins it is what? Uh, Scotty Doesn't Know. Scotty Doesn't Know, which, is it Matt Damon as well? Yeah, Matt Damon plays plays him. Which is amazing. Um, It's Lustra, isn't it? The actual band who sings the song. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, But yes, Scotty Doesn't Know, an absolute unbelievable song and moment in the film that just keeps getting brought back up. It's It's just fantastic. Um, well, I, you know, it's almost worth us not spoiling the plot of the film or the song. Listen to it to sort of, and it explains. Well, watch so the much. film Euro Trip, and then yeah, it's pretty early into the film. It yeah, is, it's like in the fact, first five I can tell minutes, you, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, oh, Euro Trip. Obviously, is not very popular on what song because it does not have the timestamp for it. Oh, it's about five but minutes. It's pretty in early. It? Yeah, it's, it's very really very early. early. But yeah, great cameos in that film. Yeah, yeah, love the bit with. Well, again, I won't spoil it for people. What other uh, but, songs do you like from there then? Um, this song that I love because of Scrubs, because the first time I heard it, 99 Red Balloons. Oh, yeah, by Goldfinger. Yep. Um, the, the, bad the version of this the... one's, yeah, uh, Goldfinger, isn't it? It's not originally by Goldfinger. Yeah, that's right. Finger. But anyway. Um, the Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, I didn't realise that was in it. I quite yeah. like the, um, is it the French version? I don't know who sings it or the exact title, but the French version of My Generation. Is that in the film? Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool one. I quite like that um, one. In the City by The Jam. Yeah. Um, come on, you Reds. Yeah, come on, you Reds. <laughs> and England 5, Germany 1 is on there as well. How oh, is it? Yeah. That's so, yeah, some great Billy, songs Billy Jones, on there. Billy Jones, isn't he, the football hooligan? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, um, uh, just, yeah, like I say, almost was for Scott who doesn't know, but there is some songs I really enjoy on there as well. No, I agree. Like I said, it was um, an honourable mention, a great choice. So, I don't think I can say that. I did win because if we've both said that this one's there, then it is the clear winner, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> For the number four choice, you've won that. <laughs> Despite me, you know how I texted you about the fact I'd written a whole page of notes for Power Rangers. <laughs> I didn't tell you about Power Rangers. <laughs> I texted you for my number. Well, at the time it was my number five. But I was like, for my number five, I've written a whole page of notes to sort of try and push about how great it is. Is that what bumped you up though? Because you're like, I can't have it number five. I've written this much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, number three. Number three. 
Um, an interesting one, this. Again, it's a film I've mentioned in the past. Um, it was in my top five comedies, so not that long ago. It's uh, Hot Rod. Yes, I've still not seen it yet. No, which is unsa- I went to go watch it the other day. It's been taken off of Netflix, annoyingly, because it was on there. Oh, no. Yeah, which is a shame. Um, but So the soundtrack is basically Europe. Uh, Rod, the, uh, played by Andy Samberg in the film, really likes the band Europe in it. And there's some great songs. And it's like Europe's famous for just the final countdown. You couldn't name another song by Europe. But actually, when you listen to the soundtrack by this, they're actually a pretty good band. And there's some really great songs on there. Um, the two that I recommend, um, Ch- Cherokee, that's a great song. But the main one is Danger on the Track. It's just a really, really great song that sort of almost gets you pumped for this whole film. And it really is uh, worth listening to. But easily my favourite so- uh, song on the soundtrack is You're the Voice, which I discussed last week during the riot scene, which they think they're all getting all pumped. Everyone's behind them singing You're the Voice. And then it turns into a massive riot scene. It's absolutely ridiculous, but hilarious at the same time with great music in the background. So what's it? What's it called again? Hot. Uh, not hot. Yeah, sorry, hot rod. Europe, the band. Europe, yeah. You've heard of Europe, yeah? No, I mean Europe. Yes, the continent. <laughs> no, you you would have heard of the final countdown. The final countdown's yeah. the song that. Uh, so for my wedding, people got to. As in literally the final countdown. Oh, it's Mike. Mike's fine. That's gonna hurt ears, uh, yeah. <laughs> as if we haven't. I haven't already. Um, yeah, that one. Prisoners in Paradise. What the fuck's that song? I don't know. I'm only thinking of the songs from this soundtrack. I've not heard of any other Europe songs. Hold on, I'm quickly. Oh god, oh god, that's so loud. <laughs> what are you listening to? Danger on the track. Yeah, I was trying to, but they just absolutely blew my ears out as I stopped. Listen to Danger on the Track when you get a moment. That's not on the um, thing. And you'll realize it is genuinely an amazing song. Really, really good. Highly recommend it. It's also got um, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight, which is also on the Batman movie. Another I great love that song. song. Yeah, brilliant song. I feel like that's it. And, and you know what? Some songs as well are in so many films, aren't they? Yeah, that's one of them. That definitely. You're the voice as well. Like I was debating at one point putting um, Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa on there. And You're the Voice is, another, is a song that I just remember from that film as well. <laughs> I've got one of my choices, number two, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has a song that's in so many films and TV shows, it's unbelievable. Well, we'll find out what it is when we get there. I know we can't discuss this one much because you've not seen the film, but trust if you watch it, the soundtrack is actually amazing. I'm going to buy it. It's on Apple TV for six quid. I'm going to buy it. Do it. It's good. It's worth it. Nice. Right. Shall we hear Shauna's number three? Let's do it. My number three is from a classic film, one of my all-time favourite films, and that's Dirty Dancing. But no, it's not the final scene song, because that would be too obvious. It's actually a song called Cry To Me by Solomon Burke, and it's the scene where Baby and Johnny kind of get it on for the first time, and you've seen all this sexual tension and build-up between them, and even though like the scene is very PG that song and the way they dance to it it makes it sort of much more kind of romantic and and um erotic i would guess than if it hadn't been a pg scene and it's just a really great song it's been in my favorites playlists over the years it's um yeah it makes you want to dance and uh yeah that's my number three again unfortunately not watched dirty dancing before do you know what um, I watched, Sean was watching it the other day. Yeah. On Saturday, and I watched the last 40 minutes. Okay. Is this, does this scene feature in that last 40 minutes? I think so. Okay. And, well, I, I, the film didn't 
wow me or anything like that, but it, it was better than I thought. I just didn't watch because I thought it was shit because it's like old and it's about dancing. And as you can hear from my singing voice, I have absolutely... I, I'm a worse dancer than I'm a singer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just had no interest in it at all. But I watched it, I was like, actually, it's not bad and it's held up pretty well for a, for an older film. Yeah. And I've listened to this song. I haven't watched the scene or anything. Um, mm. I don't feel just watching the scene on its own will really bring a lot to it because I haven't built up, like I'm sure I said, the sexual tension. But it's a really good sort of like <laughs> soul song from like the 1960s. And it's, it is actually, I really liked it. Never heard of this song before, but yeah. I think I'd hear it more than once. Nice. <laughs> or listen to it more than once, should I say. <laughs> but yeah, again, all, all I can say on it. But the music is well known. Like People do know the music from uh, Dirty Dancing. And when I, actually, I asked Lauren what her top five soundtracks were, she wasn't sure on any of them, but she did say that Dirty Dancing was probably a number one. Oh, nice. So it ties in nicely with my wife. <laughs> my number three, then, um, is... None of the songs I particularly love, I'd say, but it fits the film so well. Which is sort of what what it's about, in a way. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I read in a, an interview or a trivia fact on IMDb something like that that it was a all it was like a purposeful choice by the the director mm-hmm. that uh, this um, event activity that the main character does. Um, he said they would be like they would have been like the rock stars back then in sort of medieval time. So he oh, wanted yeah. rock songs to be part of it. How, and how do you not like the music from it? Anyway, I no, it's not. I don't. It's not. I don't like it. I just. It's not like. Well, I'll tell you why in one minute. So the film is what? It's. Um, I've got to have forgotten the name of the film now. It's with uh, Heath Ledger. What's it yeah, called? Yeah, A Knight's Tale. That's it. <laughs> and yeah, he is into jousting, um, and he pretends to be a knight so he can so he can joust because uh, he's lowborn and they weren't allowed to joust. So he has to pretend to be a um, a knight so he can do it. And like I said, there's, there's uh, Queen. We will rock you. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Queen. Yeah, uh, you would Queen. Talk about this. We are the champions. Um, ACDC, Thin Lizzy, Eric Clapton, David Bowie. Um, some really, really, really. Big big songs on there. Oh, Third Eye Blind's um, on there as well. And one of my favourite moment, though, my favourite song and moment for it is "Taking Care of Business" by Backman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, and, great song. Um, yeah, and it's um, using a montage of him just winning these sword fights back to back, and you know, so it fits. He's taking care of business, literally. Yeah. I don't know, like, and and the not just the the lyrics, but the actual music just fits for a montage scene so well as well. Yeah, if you pick uh, the right song for a montage scene, it just makes everything, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. Like, you, you sit there just being enjoyed, like, enjoying the fact that sort of, like, years or weeks or days have passed, and you're like, I don't care. Like, I'm enjo- I I could happily, some I've, after watching, like, Rocky Four, I sometimes think, I could possibly enjoy watching a whole film of montages. <laughs> Which is apparently what that film is. <laughs> yeah, Rocky Four is just a whole film of montage. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um... Like I say, it's more that the it's not that the songs aren't necessarily amazing on their own, although I'm sure some people will think they are. I'm a big fan of all these songs, I will say that. Yeah, and um, are you annoyed you didn't pick it now? Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about it. <laughs> it's also a film that I haven't watched in a very long time. I absolutely love an Tale. It's such a rewatchable film. It's like one of the it's one of those films that are bang average but great because yeah. of like the fact that they are easy watchable and rewatchable. I think we started watching it when we were camp- camping two years ago, but I'm not sure what we were doing at the time. It was definitely on in the background. Who, you and I? Yeah. 
What, whilst not, we were camping? Not, ca- not camping, sorry. When we... um about to say? No, when we went down to Matlock and stayed over. Yeah, but I bet we were. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, good choice. Like I said, completely forgotten about it, so I'll give you that. Nice one. Yeah. Right, moving on to number two. This is a song that I think most people always think of when they think of a top five soundtrack. And part of me kind of would be concerned that you might have picked it. And if you didn't, I'd be concerned that you didn't pick it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Shrek. I did not, but what a great shout that is. <laughs> like, it, how did you forget about it, for starters? I, I genuinely haven't watched that film in so long. Yeah, you, know, no, it became, you know, it became like really like... I don't know, but it became very memed, didn't it? Not that long yeah. ago, like five years ago or so. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, I just sort of just got shrekt out by all the memes, I think, and then like removed it from my memory. It's a great soundtrack, though. From the beginning, like when you got Smash Mouth, um, All Star. Yeah. Um, a nice little montage scene, sort of like showing Shrek in his life. But then some of the songs that play along the the way, um, such as "I'm on my way" when uh, they're sort of like going on their little journey to sort of save Princess Fiona. Uh, My Beloved I- uh, Monster by Eels. I first discovered Eels because of uh, Scrubs. I can't remember what the song's called on there, but it's a really good song by Eels on there. But My Beloved Monster's playing when sort of Shrek and Fiona are sort of slowly falling in love. And it's just a really, quite a good song. And then obviously, Alleluia and I'm a Believer. It's just got some great songs on the soundtrack and all of them fit the mood of the scene perfectly. Uh, fresh feeling is a scrub song. For fresh Beals. feeling, that's it. Um, yeah. Do you know what? I'm sort of glad I didn't pick it though. In a way, how come? Because well, like I remember, like everyone loving All Star in what was it like 2000, 2001? It came out. Oh yeah, it was on like every film as well, wasn't it? Exactly, and then I got sick of it as a result of like how popular it became because of that film. Yeah, you know, which is on fair. All the time. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, I think I just sort of hate Smash Mouth because of that song a bit now. Really? Yeah. A bit like we were, t- we were talking weren't we, about that Razor. Was it Razor Light song? We weren't talking about Razor Light. Eagle Eye. I don't think we've, we've ever had that conversation. Have we had that conversation? No. What's that song? It's like Eagle Eye. You're thinking of um, uh, Killers. Killers. And, yeah. Mr. Brightside. That's it. Yeah, like how I hate that song because it used to be the end of every nightclub. So the first night you hear it, you're like, this is amazing. And then after that, you're like, fucking sick of yeah, that song because it's on at the end of every night out. Um, I feel a little bit like that with Smash Mouth. I've just realised, by the way, because um, I got up all the playlists um, on my uh, computer before we started this, just so I could mm-hmm. get through it easier. I'm actually on whatsong.com for Shrek. Oh, without even realising? Yeah, awesome. didn't even realise and didn't realise <laughs> that underneath it, it tells you, two minutes, all-star, Shrek leaves the outhouse and does his daily routines as villagers plan on capturing Shrek. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I personally feel it's a great um, soundtrack and it's a film that I haven't seen in years, but even if you don't like um, Smash Mouth and uh, all-star, there's some great songs on there. Uh, yeah, I think it's worth being on just for Hallelujah. What a great song that is. Yeah. Who sings that version? It's John Cale and I think he does a great job of it. I've not heard of John Cale before, but he's does a cracking job of it. Job of it. Yeah, definitely. Right, should we move on? Yeah, Sean's number two. My number two is actually the song that goes with my favourite kiss scene from any movie ever. And if you, well, you both know me. You know, I'm I'm quite indecisive when it comes to making lists and categorising things but definitely my favourite kiss scene and that's from The Girl Next Door and the song is This Year's Love by David Gray 
Um, don't really know him as an artist. I've not really listened to anything else he's he's done. But that song with that scene is just incredible. The whole scene freezes almost around their first kiss. And, yeah, the song is just beautiful and complements the kiss perfectly. Um, and, yeah, great film, great song for my number two choice. So I don't know about you. I haven't watched this film in God knows how long. Yes, I can't remember the last time years, I watched this film. But I put on the song last night and I yep. was instantly transported back to the scene. I knew exactly so, what she was on about. Yeah, yeah. So actually, it, it goes to show that is almost a perfect song and it fit so, so well for the scene that it was chosen for. Yeah, 100%. And it is a great film, actually. It's like, yeah. like it's one of the, again, it's one of those like average but good films, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, no, it was one that I used to love when I was um, a bit younger. But haven't watched like seven years, but instantly transported back to the scene. So is it a bit noncy though? Because she's got to be at least eighteen because she's a porn star, and he's, and he's in, high, in school. high school. Yeah, like, can you be eighteen in high school? I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> I don't <know> rules. <laughs> oh, hey, this is the perfect time we have any American listeners to to give me some information on because I have no idea how old you are when you leave high school. Just You're sixteen fucking, in England, just so I assume... Google it. No. No. You literally had a rant I'm... last week about people not Googling stuff. Like, it's very easily Googleable. I know, but I feel like that's something I don't want in my search history. <laughs> <laughs> High school age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, great choice, Shauna. Well done. Again, another one. Yeah. Get a round of applause for that one. Um, where I thought my number four won me this... I feel like my number two may lose me this. Okay. Because the film's decent. Just, you know, like an average, you know, sort of solid six out of ten. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the whole playlist, although I think there's some decent songs on it. But there was one song that I knew. I'm like, this is just a perfect movie and TV show song. And if any... Right, everyone. This show was pretty good, but the trailer... It's got to be the best trailer for a TV show ever. Google... Oh, you, um, is this a TV show? No, Sometimes. it's film. But if you Google "Awake Season One" trailer, I think it comes after like ten episodes. Yeah, was that the, the one song where... is on that trailer? And the song, oh my god, it fits so well. And so I just googled the song and put what films it's in, and then I found a film I'd seen and I went right and picking it just. So that's how good I think the song is. Can I just ask? Awake was that that film with not film TV series with J- uh, Jason Isaac where he was in a car crash yeah. and like in the blue yeah. reality is. Son was alive, and the red reality is wife was alive. That yeah, was great. yeah, that was actually cool quite an interesting show. Yeah, yeah and I, I didn't know anyone else knew knew about. <laughs> oh, I, honestly, that trailer—that's back when I was at uni, I think, and I used to watch all the trailers for all the you know the American shows that were coming out. Yeah, and I'd watch like all the first two or three episodes of them, you know, to see like which ones I like. And yeah, like I also watched a TV show called The Cape, which was shocking. Oh yeah. I've not seen um, that one, but I've heard of it. Anyway, let's move him back to the soundtrack. So, the film is called Edge of Seventeen, and the no. song is called To Build a Home by Cinematic Orchestra. Okay, never heard of either. You will have done. Have a listen now. I'll pause. I'll wait. To Build a Home by Cinematic Orchestra. It's been in so many TV shows and films because it's such a good movie and film, uh, movie and TV show soundtrack song. Okay, his piano keys are playing. Mm-hmm. Just a sort of, I'm narrating the music. Yeah, I like it. It's going dun dun dun. 
and then just a little sort of twinkle on the key, uh, piano. Apparently, there's a house built out of stone. Have you I never don't recognise it. Before? I don't recognise it. What the hell? But yeah, honestly, watch the trailer for Awake with the uh, songs uh, to build a home by Cinematic Orchestra. On it. It's the most perfect song um, ever. Like for for any time you're trying to be like sort of serious and a bit sad and melancholy and I don't know. It's just it's so good. Oh yeah, it's definitely quite. Uh, sa- it sounds very sad, sort of slow, yeah. sort of number. Um, can I just ask, have you chosen this one just because you like the song and it was in the soundtrack? Yep. There's nothing Although, else in this soundtrack that you like? No, there are other um, good songs in there as well. Okay. There's Don't You Wait by Cloves. There is uh, Towards the Start, what is there, the Billy Joel song, You May Be Right. Okay. Um, so you, <laughs> but I just love that you picked for your number two a film in which you just like a song and it happened to be in there. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Decisions by Two Door Cinema Club. Um, Giggs, the, the British rapper in an American film. That's pretty cool. Well, I'll have to listen to all the songs. It's gonna. I think this so- <laughs> this soundtrack might be very much against all the other songs we've had on the soundtrack on our playlist <laughs> so far. It's going to slow down the mood massively. That's how um, good the song is, though. That I put, it, I put the film at number two just for that song. Yeah. And I considered putting it number one just because I think it is the perfect song for any film or show that has any sad moment. That's fair. Like, I don't think there'll ever be a better song. It it did seem like that sort of a type of song. I can't yeah. discuss it anymore. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just still in shock that you just picked a film because you liked one song. <laughs> but fair play to you, fair play to you. That, sh- that does show how good a song it is then. That's it. Right. Moving on to honourable mentions now. Yeah, I keep on wanting to lead the show. I know. The episode, should I say. No, you will not. <laughs> I'll wait my turn. Um, so you stole my honourable mention. Yes. So I'm gonna. It, was this the first week you only had one honourable mention as well? I think so. Yeah. What, have I written down? <laughs> what are the odds? Let's see, because I've written down a few soundtracks. I technically could have three honourable mentions because I've got three movies here that I haven't included on my list. Got Fuck me. it, I'm gonna I'm gonna just mention them briefly. Space Jam. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Oh, str- and what's the? Is it the R. Kelly song? Yeah, that's the reason that I didn't believe put I it. can fry, fly. I believe I can fry cooking that bacon. Fry, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the reason that I sort of disbanded it from my list because I couldn't think of five top songs from it that are on Spotify without including that one. And I don't think you're legally allowed to anymore. I don't feel right. It's the same as watching a Kevin Spacey film. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> want him getting any um, royalties or anything. Either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love the soundtrack for Space Jam. Uh, American Pie Three, I settled upon. Ooh. I felt like that had the... Um, in fact, I'll just leave it at that. American Pie 3 will be my honourable mention. I won't mention the other one, because I've talked about my other one, the other one in the past as well. Um, American Pie 3. I went through all of the American Pie films and actually thought that American Pie The Wedding had the best soundtrack in it. So I've got nice. songs uh, laid by Matt uh, Nathanson, which I mentioned when you talked about American Pie. Yep. Uh, Times Like These by Foo Fighters. Swing Swing by All American Rejects. The Art of Losing by American Hi-Fi and The Hell Song by Sum 41. Just all great songs, as well as the sort of 80s dance-off that uh, Stifler dances to in the gay club. <laughs> all of those songs are just cracking tunes. That is a great That is a great scene as well. That. Yeah. So yeah, that's my honourable mention. I'll leave it at that. Nice one. Um, mine is um, Basler and Romeo and Juliet. I thought that was going to appear at some point. Did you? Yeah. I'm not, I yet... can't remember it massively. 
Oh, but there's just a scene where um, they when they first meet, and it's uh, I think it's "Kissing You" by Desiree. I'm pretty sure is the song. In fact, I'll check on uh, the website. Uh, what song? Which I feel like if I say it enough times, they'll accidentally think they're sponsoring us and pay us. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, great, have you heard the sad, sad, sad news that the um, child star who uh, sung uh, Prince's "When Doves Cry" for the film uh, died today? Really? Yeah. Is, I don't know why you just <laughs> brought me down like that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, Quindon Tara. I genuinely, when I saw that, I was like, oh, I might mention that when Mike mentions Romeo and Juliet later. I knew, <laughs> Did you know I was going to I mention? knew for some reason he was going to mention it. <laughs> but I, it's a soundtrack that, honestly, I can't remember. I know Baz Luhrmann does fantastic soundtracks, but I, I think the last time I watched this film must have been year eight. So that's almost 20 years ago now. Yeah, crazy. Still, Which is the most depressing thing now. I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it goes to show what a great sort of rendition it, or not, uh, sort of rendition of the film is. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, we went straight for yours. We haven't actually heard Shauna's, so let's hear Shauna's oh, yeah. honourable mention. Honourable mention. Um, there's loads that I could mention, as you know, but you're only allowed to pick one, so I will. Um, but yeah, I know. Can I just say, only allowed to pick one? But I numerous, I on every single occasion, I pick about twenty. <laughs> and and Sean has listened one. to every single episode. So <laughs> anyway, I'll let her continue. Um, Mike's honourable mention, I completely second. Uh, but my personal one, it's a bit random, but I really enjoy the Hangover trilogy. Um, I know they do get progressively shitter as they go on, but the music in that just makes me feel like I want to go to Vegas and have a mad night. They've paired the music so perfectly to make you almost go want to go and experience that makes me want to go out and get drunk and party and yeah so honorable mention would be the the soundtrack and the music throughout the hangover trilogy so that's all of the music apparently throughout the hangover trilogy i don't think I, off the top of that i couldn't tell you one song from the hangover um, in the air tonight by phil collins is the only song that i can think of oh yeah because the, the punch scene do you know what i really love um so this actually gives me a great sort of moment to talk about them. Uh, Dan Finnerty and Dan, his Dan band, absolutely fantastic. They're featuring quite a lot of sort of movies like Wedding Crashers. They appear in um, obviously The Hangover. What else have they appeared in? It's just going to bug me. What's old school the Dan band. Yeah, uh, old school Starsky and Hutch, uh, The Wedding Planner. Um, they just basically do sort of weird versions of songs so um in old school they sing total eclipse of the heart but it's like total eclipse of the fucking heart and it's just <laughs> really sort of like things like that and um in the hangover trilogy they uh sung a version of a candy shop by 50 cent it's just a great song so actually yeah i'd agree with sean there are some great songs in there when you think start thinking about them nice one good choices yeah but now for the most important choice our number ones Number one choice. I feel if you disagree with me on this, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> um, this. So I watched this film again today for the first time in a while because after I realised about the soundtrack, I was like, fuck yes. And I mentioned last week that I um, sent a text to my friends after I'd sort of decided upon uh, what my number five was. I was like, my number one, sorry. And I was like, I'm going to tell him because I'm sure he'll agree. And he sent me back a meme in response. So um, this is quite possibly, in my opinion, the best Disney movie soundtrack of all time. Okay. 
So bearing in mind, I've said no musicals as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it could be? No. When you hear it, if you've seen the film, and I really hope you have, you'll realize that every piece of music that's an original song for the film as well was designed so perfectly for it. It's incredible. And it's Tarzan. Yeah, oh, I've seen I, Tarzan. I feel like you've let me down with your disappoint with your response. Uh, I, well, I just honestly, I don't think I watched Tarzan since I was at primary school. Ah, oh. so I, I sent um, Phil Collins. Yeah, I wow. sent it to my friend, and he literally responded with um, a meme straight away. Literally uh, a minute after I sent him it, just a meme saying Phil Collins didn't have to go that hard for the Tarzan soundtrack, but he did that <laughs> just for us. Um, it's just every song is just perfect in there, and just some of them just tug at your heartstrings, and it's like are they are they all original Phil Collins for Tarzan then? Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, bear me a second. Uh, let me just because for some reason I haven't actually got the soundtrack up for this, just so I can say the order. Um, pretty sure the first song that you hear is um, uh, Two Worlds, which sort of it's showing you a montage of Tarzan and his family as well as the apes and their family. Um, and the apes uh, have one of their, well, their uh, son or daughter, I don't think it's actually explicitly stated, uh, killed by a jaguar. Um, but Tarzan's parents are also killed by the jaguar. So they've both lost sort of parts of their life. And they sort of, but she, the mother ape, hears Tarzan crying and sort of goes to him. And it's just about these two worlds colliding, but they're actually one big family. It's sort of showing that they're not really that different, the two families. The next song is You'll Be In My Heart, which is a great lullaby and actually sent my son straight to sleep when I was singing it to him. Um, and it's just a great man. A great song. Um, son of Man is the next song in which you sort of see him proving that he can be as good as the apes are, even though he is the son of man. Um, the next song isn't actually the next song in the soundtrack, but it's the next song in the film. And it's Trash in the Camp. And that is sort of like the only musical type song. And it just basically, it's a... Uh, sort of jazz sort of uh, riffing style song playing a load of pots in the uh, in the camp that the humans have set up the apes are doing it and it's just a really fun one but on the soundtrack it's done by Phil Collins and NSYNC and they have a lot of fun with it in my opinion and then the final one is Strangers Like Me where Tarzan's realised that he's a human and he's seen these people and they're strangers but they're just like him and he's learning all about, about, all about it and you could literally listen to that song and know exactly what's going on in that film at that moment it's done so well Honestly, in my opinion, the best Disney soundtrack ever. Again, I might add it to my list then to rewatch. I genuinely don't think I've seen it since, um, since yeah, like I say, since primary school. Well, I, I just think it's fantastic, and some of the songs, like um, I'm sure uh, one of my friends um, for her father and uh, daughter dance at her wedding played "You'll Be in My Heart," and they dance to that. Like it's a it's a soundtrack that resonates with a lot of people who were born in that era. I think. Yeah, what really. Did it come that. out? Uh, 2000 no 1999 sorry wow but yeah yeah really love it and it is honestly that's why it's my number one pick nice one bit disappointed that you can't remember it that well because i know i I I feel bad i think if you did you would be a lot more excited i really (laughs) i really hope people listening to this who remember the soundtrack are like oh fuck yeah good choice michael well done. <laughs> That's all <I> hope. <laughs> well, that obviously wouldn't be good for the podcast, but I still hope everyone had the same lukewarm reaction of, yeah, I don't remember it. I can't have much <laughs> Was there a film called Tarzan? Did Disney do that? <laughs> right. Shall we hear Sean as number one? Do you know, can I just say with that as well, do you know, when I think of Tarzan, Yeah. 
Um, I think I think of the Ben Fraser one. The one that's not called Tarzan, it's called George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's oh, a parody of George. My Tarzan you... is just not, knowledge is not that great. No, it's not. I found out something quite interesting about this. So in the film, um, the bad guy is played by Clayton. He's played by um, Brian Blessed. And yeah. the actor who played Tarzan attempted to do the um, Tarzan sort of uh, yell. Yeah. But Brian Blessed heard it and was like, no, that's not good. And went to the producers and offered to do it instead. And the producers just said no straight away. And apparently Brian Blessed started yelling at him, getting angry about the fact that he could do it a lot better. And they instantly just, just based on Brian Blessed yelling at him, said, okay, yeah, you can do it. Is that because they thought it was good because they're intimidating? Because he's got a deep voice, hasn't he? The, the way the way that the trivia was sold to me was it's because they sort of realised he'd be good at it. I just think he's just intimidating bloke. Like, Fuck that. All right, now should we move on to Sean's number one? Let's do it. And last but not least, my number one pick. And originally I hadn't even thought of this when I was making my list. And then as soon as I it came into my head, I was like, yep, that's straight in at number one for me. Um, an incredible film called The Breakfast Club and the uh, final scene where it's all getting wrapped up. There's a song called uh, Don't You, in brackets, Forget About Me, by Simple Minds. And... Oh, I can just listen to that song in any scenario, on any occasion, and it fills me with joy. It fits that final scene of The Breakfast Club spot on. Um, and yeah, it's one of my favourite songs of all time, one of my favourite films of all time, and really enjoy it. Also special mention to when it gets covered in Pitch Perfect, a cappella version. I really enjoy that too. Right, so that's her number one pick. I think it is a great... Uh song choice for the ending of the film it fits it perfectly with um i can't remember the character's name just walking along the um uh, football pitch in america so american football pitch uh stating to mr <laughs> vernon um that he sort of put all these people together and sort of yeah i, I think it's great yeah i um i get this if i only watched this film when sean and i got together i'd never seen it before but because i'd heard so was it, this like so... a pitch perfect moment for you <laughs> well i don't know it was just I, I remember I'd seen that fit that scene so many times on like E4's top whatever uh, fifty things they used to do, and I'd seen it parodied in films with the with the same song. Yeah. So I just had like I'd heard it quite a lot, but not in that not fully in the context. Cause it's the final. You know what I mean? It's so impactful. Yeah. Oh yeah, the it's the last scene in the. So film. I think when I watched it, I was like, you know, it took away some of that magic of the moment i guess for me that i'd already like heard it so many times and i'd sort of seen that scene probably 50 times before i actually watched the whole film yeah that um it didn't really do it for me like you know i mean it's iconic and it's it's okay but yeah i didn't really have a strong reaction to it because of that i feel oh, like sorry. sometimes that's the... but, do you feel that, like... <laughs> <laughs> but do you not feel like sometimes that's the problem when you see such iconic scenes yeah. over and over before you actually see the film yeah it's like, a bit like I'm worried about when I finally watch E.T. for the first time that I sh- and or Goonies that's gonna be meh because I'd seen so you know certain scenes but not the whole thing but I'd almost like bored of those scenes. I, I feel like I'm, so gonna, I'm coming across very aggressive on this episode, but you can go fuck yourself if you don't like the Goonies. Honestly, <laughs> I've never podcast, seen it though. Like, this podcast is over if you don't like the Goonies. <laughs> um, what is it on anything to watch? Oh, in fact, is it on our? It's on. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, is it on our list? It might be. 
So like, we should watch that together then. Yeah. I've got yeah. a feeling that we're going to watch it with just you staring at me rather than the film like, all my reactions. Are you laughing? Are you exciting? Are, are you nervous? Yeah, you're going to keep pausing. Why, why did you not just laugh then? Yeah. <laughs> why did you not gasp? <laughs> um. So, yeah. That's right. my... I feel like not... I, I was underwhelmed on both your, your number ones. So underwhelmed. Let's hear your one then. I know, you're going to be a dick, I can feel it. Yeah, probably. Um, again, this one, a little bit like A Knight's Tale, that I don't necessarily think I love the songs on their own, but... Great they're... great choice for your number one, then. <laughs> but they're linked. If I hear those cer- certain songs from this film, I go to that scene specifically in the film. Okay. Um, and I feel like all the songs fit the, the tone of the film so well. Okay. And that is the iconic and classic 10 Things I Hate About You. Okay. Again, uh, as but, I said previously, not watched it all the way through. So I started what? watching it. Well, I, I, we literally had this discussion because they start started playing it in a French lesson. Oh, yes. And I just never got to the end of it. Yeah, it's so good. I'm going to make you watch that and stare at you like you do with me with the Goonies. Come on, then. What songs are on it? Well, the for me the the I think I've said my number yeah seven and one for each one. So for me the number one song not is not actually sung by the actual singer slash band. It's sung by Heath Edge in the film, okay. and that is um, just uh, too good to be true. Can't get any, okay. is it, can't take my eyes off you. That's it. Oh, okay. Did I just say I just looked at the soundtrack and One Week by Bare Naked Ladies on there, and I love that song. There you go. And then there's a song called Hypnotised by Notorious B.I.G. where Cat um, is dancing on the table when she's drunk. Um, there's Push It by Salt and Pepper. Push it real good. There we go. Um, Bad Reputation, which is right at the start. And that's so good, that um, that scene. All right, yeah, looking at the soundtrack, I'll agree. Some really great songs there. Yes. Yeah, really is it one of those... It's, it looks like a classic sort of like high school uh, 90s sort of late 90s music soundtrack, if that makes sense. Following yes. in sort of the ways of like Road Trip, Eurotrip, American Pie, sort of picking songs that are just fantastic and iconic at the time. Yeah, definitely. And I just think they they um, they fit the the moment and the, the scene and the character. Like, they, like, for instance, Bad Reputation comes on when this character called Cat's driving into school. Yeah. Um, and she does literally have a bad reputation, but it's not just like I said. It's not just the lyrics. I said this to a similar, uh, another one earlier, but it's not just the lyrics that um, the nice tell. It's not just the lyrics that the actual tone and the rockiness and the aggression of the song almost fit that that sort of punk rock fits the character as well. Okay. So the in, our first introduction to her, the the song just pairs perfectly. So you just know what type of character she is straight away. Yeah. All right. Fair choice. Um, like I said, I not seen it, so but. Looking at the soundtrack, it does seem really good. Yeah, definitely. And I would highly recommend it as a film, just generally. It's what it's the best, other than Perks, the best high school sort of dramery type of film. Well, you rated it in your top five um, rom-coms, didn't you? Yeah. So yeah. Which, by the way, go show that a bit of love if you haven't. I know you might be thinking, don't love to, uh, rom-coms, but we sort of picked ones that weren't like they were more maybe com than rom. In a lot of yeah. ways, I think the ones we yeah. picked. Uh, so I think there's some great films you may not have seen on there. Yeah, I'd so, agree with that. So plug for rom-coms there. Got to get those numbers up. <laughs> All about those numbers. No, but I genuinely do think that. I do think, particularly um, 
I know some people have used our suggestions to like listen to a band or watch a film or whatever like that and uh, enjoy our recommendations. And I really think you're missing out some good films on rom coms if you've yeah. not, if you've if you've purposely ignored that one because you don't watch rom coms. Then it's probably the per that's in my opinion that's why we set this up for this whole podcast in a lot of ways is yes to chat shit to each other, um, but also because it's top five to give people recommendations of of things to watch, listen, play. Yeah, well, your recommendation of a band um, a few weeks ago of uh, The Devil Makes Free, I've started listening to them. Phenomenal. They're so good, aren't they? Really, really amazing. And they're so good live. Like I say, we'll we'll have to keep our um, eyes out if they come back to the UK and do... Uh, yeah, definitely. Key. So good. Right, so those are our top five movie soundtracks. I really enjoyed Correct. doing that, actually. Yeah, I... Um, I'm d- I was mixed about it, but I actually ended up really enjoying it, and I ended yeah. up like going back and watching the scenes or listening to songs. I'm like, fuck yeah, that was so good. Yeah, I feel like the um, only one that I'm going to have to properly explain is my um, hot rod, and people ju- I posted it on Instagram. People honestly should watch and Facebook actually watch the scene that I posted on there on hot rod for you're the voice. It's just so funny, and it just sets up the scene perfectly. <laughs> I, like I said, I'm going to genuinely watch that. I'm going to buy it and watch it. Yeah. Because that, that you've you've sold that on two now, so I feel like I have to. In fact, let me do it now. I'm gonna literally buy it now. <laughs> um, um, the and... other thing is, uh, I think in a few days, um, my other Andy, Andy Samberg film of Palm Springs is out on Amazon Prime. Yes, is it this Friday? Is I it believe tomorrow? so. It might be actually. It might be. So yeah, go on Amazon Prime, watch that film. Honestly, absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite films that I've seen. Like. I hadn't seen it when I did my top five films, but I think it might be up there now. I have just, I think, bought Hot Rod. Nice. Oh, hold on, I need to put my password in. Right, I might have to cut this shit show ending that we normally have short this week. Okay. Because I can hear my little one crying downstairs, so I feel like I need to go and help Lauren. Not fair. All right. Okay, Um, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Next week, did you see my text about what we're doing? Mm, in which I said I was a bit unsure about it oh yes do you want to pick a new one or should we just give it a go no yeah let's let's pick a new one the um, one I was thinking of bumping up because it was meant to be in a few weeks time but I think actually it would be quite a good one to do yeah. is uh, top 5 Netflix original TV shows we could do but if we don't rather than bumping one up and messing up the whole then we'll mess up the whole thing what mm-hmm. about I think this one could be really good top 5 gadgets alright yeah let's give that one a go so top five gadgets I think would be really cool. Yeah. Right. Join us next week for our top five gadgets. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, doing all three and once, Michael, instead of each one separately. At Mammon Podcast. <laughs> or you can email us uh, your list on mammonpodcast.hotmail.com. If you also fancy doing what Sean had done, um, I'm going to share a link if you want to send us some voice memos. And if we like your uh, top five choices, we'll include you in the episode. What about if we do if we don't, fuck you and you've wasted your time. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, we'll definitely we'll definitely include everyone's voice note or at least one of their uh, choices. Because if you made a shit Mate, choice, if we suddenly become the most popular podcast in the world now and we get thousands of people sending in their list, we're fucked. Okay, if my OG this is on, Twitter, this is on you. If my if my OG Twitter followers come in, they're straight on, hundred percent their priority. <laughs> so who's that? Paul, Matt, and Daniel. Yep. Right. Anyway. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. See everyone. Bye.
so there we have it that was mammon so you heard the new nerdcast and you've heard mammon so those were my two previous ventures in the podcast world and now i'm obviously on no format required uh, we do promise we'll try and be back next week it's a bit counterintuitive we promise we'll try but we do we've got an idea to record tomorrow um if it fails then we might not be back next week but we'll see right thanks for listening guys we'll see you next week bye